Today is the day the Baltimore Ravens face off against the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. We talk about key matchups, final predictions, and everything that goes into the AFC Championship game. All that and so much more coming up next year on Locked on Ravens. You are Locked on Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Ravens, your daily Baltimore Ravens podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Ostriker of Ravens Wire, coming to you from the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much for being here, making Locked On Ravens your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all podcasting platforms. That includes an audio form and video form. It's the same show, both audio and video. So if you want to subscribe on YouTube, hit that like button. It really helps out a ton. It puts it in front of more Ravens fans and more NFL fans. And if you're an audio form listener, I appreciate you as well. Be sure to follow along there wherever you get your favorite shows. Today's episode of Locked on Ravens is brought to you by FanDuel. With FanDuel, there's a lot of good stuff going on over there. Make every moment more right now. New customers get 150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when they place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. We do five days a week here on Locked on Ravens. But of course, with the way the season's gone, with the way this week is for the Ravens, we got to do some bonus episodes. So we're back with another bonus episode of the show. A game day episode, 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Baltimore takes on the Kansas City Chiefs. And online, I mean, it's it's everything. You get if you're Baltimore, you win this game, you go to your third Super Bowl in franchise history, and Lamar Jackson goes to his first. Now, those Kansas City Chiefs, you got to respect them. They're the defending champions. Patrick Mahomes is a two-time champion, but today we're going to be diving into just the energy, like electricity, just everything going on around the city. Also, some key matchups and final predictions for the actual game. So. There's a lot to dive into, and again, it's that nervous, exciting energy. Maybe you didn't sleep a ton last night. I know, you know, as I'm recording this, I know I'm not going to get a lot of sleep. We're actually doing a pregame show on the Ryan Ripken show a little bit later in the day. This is coming out at 6 a.m. Eastern time, but our pregame show is going to be around 10 a.m. So if you want to wake up with some Ravens live content, be sure to check out that. Also, after the game, we're going to go live here on Locked on Ravens and talk about how what, what happened in the game, win or lose. So be sure to stay tuned for that. But this is what the city's been looking for for so long. This is the first AFC Championship game in the Ravens franchise history, the first in Baltimore since 1971. And you kind of pair it with what the Orioles have done over this season. It's just it's such a cool story where the city of Baltimore, in my opinion, one of the more underrated sports towns or sports cities in the United States, right? In, in the world, honestly, this is such a passionate fan base. We, we've we heard Kyle Hamilton talk of, he compared the MNT Bank Stadium atmosphere, the Ravens crowd to the SEC atmosphere. And he said, sometimes you can take for granted in the NFL, just based off of other stuff, the home crowd or the home field advantage. Now, what he's saying is if there's not a good home field crowd, it can sometimes make things a little iffy, right? Now that's a big part of the game. And we certainly saw in the division round against Houston, the Ravens crowd, if you showed up to that game, credit to you. If, if you're going today, you need to be loud here too because the Ravens, you know, they can get it done on the field. But the home field advantage aspect is real. And sometimes you know you have a great home crowd until you don't. Maybe some of these players who are on the Ravens go somewhere else and the crowd isn't as good as it is in Baltimore. That's a key thing. 
So it's nerve wracking. It's exciting. There's, there's so many emotions that go into a game like this. And I know that, you know, if you're listening or watching this today, you're certainly feeling a lot of it and you're kind of waiting. If you're listening to this after the fact, obviously the predictions I'm going to do the matchups and everything, you're going to know what happened. But if you're listening to this before the fact, it, again, it's just like you're you're sitting in anticipation. You've been sitting in anticipation the entire week, essentially, right? Just tick tock, tick tock. Like it's going, the week's going so slowly. You're finally here on game day. And that's today's going to move really slow up until three o'clock. So this game for Lamar Jackson, there's a lot of pressure on him for sure. There's a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes too, but the difference in the two is Mahomes have, Mahomes has been here, right? Six straight AFC championships, Lamar has not. Now, I don't think the pressure is going to impact Lamar, but just because there's one pressure on one guy doesn't mean there's not on another. I think both quarterbacks have pressure, but obviously Mahomes has accomplished. He's won the two Super Bowls. This isn't a conversation for Mahomes of, oh, if he doesn't make it, he's not a champion. He hasn't won. Of course he's won. He's, he has the two rings. But for Lamar, they'd just be it'd be insufferable. The narratives that we'd have to hear about Lamar and, and this this there are multiple stats. I mentioned one on the bonus episode with Rocco DeSangro yesterday. If you want to check that out, really good episode. There are some stats I'm going to be dropping if the Ravens win this game for certain quarterbacks who have not advanced to the Super Bowl that Lamar will have already surpassed. And a lot of people think that Lamar is a worse quarterback than these quarterbacks, which I personally don't believe. But it it, it just is what it is. This is a good matchup for the Ravens overall. And we'll again dive more into key matchups throughout the show. Doesn't mean that Kansas City can't come in there and beat the Ravens today, right? I think that there's this assumption that the Kansas City offense is since it's not high powered anymore, or at least not as high powered as we've seen. The offense is so beatable, and Mahomes isn't Mahomes. Mahomes is Mahomes. Kelsey's had a down year, but he's still Kelsey. Rasheed Rice is really good, but it just feels like you match up the Chiefs with the opposite of the Ravens. And it seems like the Ravens just win every battle right now. Patrick Mahomes, he has the accolades over Lamar, right? Not disputing that. But what do we know about who is the best quarterback in the NFL right now? Who's playing like the best quarterback in the NFL right now? It is Lamar Jackson. There's not really a, a ton of dispute there. The Chiefs have a great defense. They've played really good defense this season. The past defense has been really good. But let's look at the run defense for a second. Kansas City got ran up and down the field by James Cook and the Buffalo Bills over the first three quarters of that divisional game. Baltimore is a top three rushing offense this season. You got Gus Edwards, you got Justice Hill, you got Dalvin Cook. That's all stuff we'll talk about, but it's just with matchups. To me, I, I like when you cross Kansas City with Baltimore here. There are not a lot of areas I think Kansas City is better in than the Ravens. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, Kansas City going in here as the three seed, Baltimore the one seed that just they've been a juggernaut this season. They've been swatting teams off like flies left and right essentially over the past month, two months. But that doesn't mean, again, that if you have a bad game in the playoffs, you're done. Now, that's not to say the Ravens can't win with a bad game, but this this isn't like, oh, let's let's go get them next week, guys. You know, this week was bad. We'll go get them next week. No, there's no next week if you lose. So it's... It's a moment you live for, right? These are the moments I'm sure all these players, all these Ravens players have dreamed of, of making a Super Bowl, clinching that Super Bowl berth. And Justin Tucker is the only player left from that 2012 Super Bowl team. And he talked a little bit, a little bit about just how, you know, to prepare for a game like this and how you should be approaching it. And he kind of talked a lot about how, you know, it's just it's one game at a time, one moment at a time. And that's what the Ravens have been preaching all season. And that's why I'm confident here, because, sure, there's there's immense pressure in an AFC championship game 
all eyes are on you. And then obviously the Super Bowl is the next step up here with each rung you go up on that playoff ladder, the more intense that pressure gets. But Lamar Jackson has been so locked in all season. Roquan Smith has been so locked in all season. To me, I just I feel like the leadership on this team, not that they haven't had leadership on Lamar Jackson's teams and not that Lamar hasn't even been a leader, but this is just to, this is a whole other level. Like I haven't necessarily seen something like this from a Lamar Jackson team. And, and it's a good thing. It's the natural progression of growing into being a leader, growing into the NFL game and just growing into what you are as an NFL player, who you are as an NFL player. And that to me, I think is just such a cool thing here. So this Ravens team deserves it. You know that they've been so dominant this season and they've been punched in the mouth. They've responded. They've blown teams out and made statements. Just every single thing has gone right for them. Well, not every single thing, but a lot has gone right for them. And I, I feel like this is the culmination of an all. You get to host a defending champs in your city, in your stadium, on the second biggest stage, obviously the first being the Super Bowl. But we can be realistic about it, right? I've said it all week. The Super Bowl is probably not coming to Baltimore anytime soon. So <laughs> when you talk about the biggest game in Ravens history, from a perspective of the highest stage, this is probably what you're going to get unless crazy enough Baltimore does get it, which I would love, by the way. I would love if Baltimore got it. But again, we, we can be realistic about what's going on there. Coming up in the second part of the show, we'll dive more into the X's and O's, the game and the key matchups for this game. So we should have stayed tuned a lot to get to on Lockdown Ravens. First, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp, and this next segment is brought to us by our sponsor, BetterHelp. Sometimes you'll need the opportunity to get something off our chest, big or small, certain things can really start to get to you. It's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased on your life. So today I want to say how I really feel about something. You might even be thinking about the same thing this week, and I've said it. I think that this Ravens and Chiefs game should be in the later segment of the day. I think that 49ers-Lions, two great teams. Lions are a great story. 49ers are awesome. But you have, in my opinion, the best team in the NFL in the Ravens. The Chiefs are the defending champions. To me, if you're talking about quote-unquote primetime, I'd put the Ravens and Chiefs over the Lions and the 49ers. Now, I do get the games in San Francisco and you know doing it with the time and everything like that with East Coast versus West Coast, but... I don't know. I'd rather have the Lions and 49ers in the earlier slot and the Ravens and Chiefs in a later slot. But they're being a bit different for everybody. And most of us have bigger problems than our favorite sports team. And it's important to get things off your chest every once in a while. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOn. And this show is sponsored by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to make any action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed money place a $5 bet. It's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. And the app is super easy to use. And there are so many different ways to bet, like live stream, game parlays. You can find bets in the sports tab. You can make a parlay in the parlay hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and so much more. Visit fanroll.com slash lockdown to make your first bet a layup as you hopefully maybe can put together a Ravens parlay in the AFC Championship game or shot Bateman anytime touchdown. Maybe you pick the Ravens outright. Maybe you go Lamar Jackson over passing yards. You could do that as well. Again, visit fanroll.com slash lockdown. Make that first bet a layup. Fanroll for support in the NFL. We're back. Our second segment, Locked On Ravens. Kevin Ostriker still talking with you here as we gear up. It's game day for the Ravens and the Kansas City Chiefs. 3 o'clock p.m. M&T Bank Stadium. I think it's going to be a doozy, and we'll get into some predictions on the final part of the show here, but I kind of teased the matchups in the earlier segment there. 
And I really think Baltimore has a really good chance to win this game. I, I do. When you talk about everything that Baltimore's worked towards this season and how good they've become, the defense has been great all season. But what I'm impressed with is how the offense has worked up to this point. And if you're an everyday, you've been with me, you know, for a while here on Locked On Ravens, you've heard me say this before. But when you talk about when you want an offense to peak, you want it to be now. And obviously, the ultimate peak being in the Super Bowl. You don't want it to be in September, October, November. And I think that's what fans were kind of like, oh, this offense isn't, you know, it's not doing well right now. It, it doesn't have an identity. It's, it's sputtering out here and there. Those things were to be expected, considering you got a, a new offensive coordinator, some new wide receivers in there. It's a new system. And that was bound to happen. The Ravens offense wasn't going to be dominant every single game. and just they're going to cruise through everybody and put up 40 points a game. It wasn't going to happen. But – We've seen guys like Zay Flowers really step up ever since week one. Odell Beckham has made, it seems like a big play every single week. I know it's not every single week, but he's he stepped up, even though his stats won't necessarily tell the full story there. The run game has been great. I, I feel like this offense is playing complimentary football to the defense, and the defense is playing it right back. You have the offense helping the defense, and the defense helping the offense. When you talk about this game in particular, with Patrick Mahomes, it's impossible to blitz him. You can't, you can't really do it for the most part. You, you can scheme up some pressures and obviously with those blitzes that Mike McDonald likes to do with Arthur Millette and Kyle Hamilton off the edge. I'm sure we're going to see a couple of those today, but Mahomes is a blitz beater, much like Lamar Jackson is a blitz beater. They're two different quarterbacks, right? But both those guys, we saw it the second half adjustments against the Texans blitz Lamar had. And obviously with Mahomes, he's been good against the blitz forever. And Lamar has, you know, I think it was a struggle for him a little earlier in his career, but Look, he's, he's been good against it recently for the most part. So you can't really blitz a guy like Mahomes. You got you to gotta win with four. Something that the Ravens, you know, I, it was tough for him to do for the last, uh, how, however long you want to go back. It was <laughs> interesting in terms of what they were able to generate with four. But they've been really good at it this season. Guys like Justin Matabike, JV and Clowney, Calvin, Noy, they've won and won really hard. And part of this, too, is Joe Tooney, who was this all-pro guard for the Chiefs, He's not suiting up for this one. He's going to be inactive, and you're replacing him if you're Kansas City with Nick Allegretti. That's a matchup I'm looking to watch. The Ravens' interior guys against that Chiefs interior. Creed Humphrey is awesome, right? He He's really good. But the Allegretti, or I guess Tooney to Allegretti downgrade, is a real one. So wherever you line up there and whoever gets the Allegretti matchup, I feel like they can hopefully produce and win early, force Mahomes out of the pocket. And Mahomes can make those throws, right? Much like Lamar can make them, Mahomes can make them too. But you don't want to just have Mahomes sit back there in the pocket. It's almost like Lamar, right? You don't want Lamar sitting back there in the pocket and just standing the field, surveying, letting receivers kind of work back and shake themselves free. Even though Kansas City's pass catching group is far worse than the Ravens, I mean, I think we can say that. It doesn't mean that Mahomes can't make plays. It doesn't mean that Lamar can't make plays. Both those players will. That's a matchup I'm looking forward to, though. The Ravens defensive line versus Kansas City's offensive line. If you want to look on the other side, too, I mean, Baltimore's offensive line is going to have to contain guys like Chris Jones, George Karloftis, Charles Amenahue. There are guys that they're going to have to contain throughout the game. Now, the way that Ronnie Stanley looked against Houston was so encouraging to me personally. I just feel like when you're talking about shutting down a pass rush, your tackles have to be on point. And that rotation has been really good for him with Patrick McCarry and Daniel Falele coming in too. It's literally next man up, literally go there and do your job. So Baltimore has, I think, a really good thing going for him. If it's not broke, don't fix it, right? That That's the saying. And 
I think it's really true when it comes to to Baltimore and really how how they've found an answer there because we were asking that question really, you know, what, like Jacksonville around around then, right as the Ravens are coming off of their bye. And it was a real question, but but they've really solved that. I, I hinted a little bit at the Ravens running game against the Chiefs defensive line, or I guess Chiefs defense in general. I mean, that's where I think the Ravens have to win early. Put yourself in second and short situations, third and short situations. Don't let yourself get in a second and long. With Gus Edwards, with Dalvin Cook, with Justice Hill, you can rip off chunk runs against this defense. Derek Nottie's not going to play in this one. That's a loss for him. They still have players on the defensive line, but again, we saw James Cook just tear up that unit. And I think that Dalvin Cook family relation there can, can do the same thing. Maybe Gus Edwards gets in the end zone twice. I know a guy who bet three touchdowns on Justice Hill. So if you want to do that over our, our friends at FanDuel, kind of crazy, but you can go do it. So the Ravens run game, that's going to be the key. And then if the Ravens have success with that early, it opens up so much for you because what you can do, you can work the play action off of that because the Chiefs are going to have to start creeping defenders up towards the line because if the Ravens just boom, eight yard run, boom, 10 yard run, boom, seven yard run, boom, eight yard run, it, they're going to have to respect it. And then Lamar can work play action looks off of that. They can do options with that rollouts. It will open up so much. And it's if you can take the Chiefs running game out of it with Isaiah Pacheco, who's going to play in this game. It makes the Chiefs offense one-dimensional. You want to be as multidimensional as you can, both offensively and defensively. Colin Hamilton talked about how multidimensional Mike McDonald's scheme lets the players be. It's the same thing on offense, where you can work off of your success, but if you start to fail in a couple of areas, the defense keys in on that, and then they're the ones with the advantage. So Kansas City's defense has been their calling card this season, right? It's been a little different than the old Chiefs teams we've seen in history, at least in the Mahomes era. But this is a game that I still think Baltimore matches up really well with Kansas City. And coming up in the final part of the show, we'll get into some final predictions, talk about the game a little bit more, as well as we gear up for the Asian Championship game, 3 o'clock p.m. today. Stay tuned. Lots to get to on Lockdown Ravens. First, this show is brought to you by Prize Picks. And Prize Picks is the place you want to be if you want daily fantasy sports. Prize picks, it's the most fun so many have had going up to 25 times in many of this football season. All you have to do is select two or more players, pick more or less in the projected stats, and place your entry. With the basketball season here, you cannot pick common projections across football and basketball from the specials league. A league created specifically for common projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey had a 10 and a half combo of three pointers made plus receptions. And if you want to play along with some of the prize picks, favorite players like Rafa Meet Link, Meet and Andrew Schultz, you cannot find community plays in on the promos tab of the app. So you enter one of the biggest names in the prize picks community. Each week, plus prize picks even offers review policies. You're interested in play, even if one of your players gets injured. Football and basketball games, you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does return in the second. That player is rebooted. Prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to pricepicks.com slash lock on NFL. Use code lock on NFL for a first boss matchup to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash lock on NFL. Use code lock on NFL for a first boss matchup to $100. Prize picks are the fantasy sports made easy. We're back. Our final segment, Locked On Ravens. Kevin Allstriker still here taking you either up to kickoff or if you're listening after the game, maybe you're here just looking to see if my predictions are right or not. I'm still here with you. We're talking Ravens, talking Chiefs, Asian Championship coming up. It's exciting. Again, maybe you didn't sleep a lot. Maybe you have that nervous energy. I know there are a lot of emotions going around right now. Be sure to subscribe in video form or audio form to our show five days a week of daily Ravens content been doing this show since 2019 with every single weekday covered I've not missed a single day of this plus we're doing 
bonus episodes on weekends during weeks like this, big weeks. Also, I started back up my Instagram, so you can follow me. It's the same as my Twitter handle or X handle. It's ChaosStriker34. So maybe you're not on Twitter slash X and you're only on Instagram. You can follow me over there for more Ravens content. Trying to trying to jumpstart that. So really appreciate any follows that I get over there. This is so big. This is, it's fun. It's huge. It's exciting. And again, biggest game in Ravens history when it comes to the stakes. This is the first Ravens championship game, age championship game they've hosted. And, you know, again, you kind of think about what team you'd want it to be. I think this, this is kind of like the team of destiny type of stuff where you, where are the Ravens flaws? It feels like the only team that can beat the Ravens is the Ravens, right? It's, it's really weird for me to say something like that, where oh, the Ravens have no flaws here, they have no flaws there. You're kind of thinking, oh, well, they have to have something, right? Something can they can get beat by if you just do it enough. But they're so locked in offensively and defensively. I mean, I guess you can have eight punt return touchdowns. Maybe maybe that'll win you the game if you're Kansas City. But seriously, with Roquan and Kyle Hamilton and Marlon coming back here and Patrick Queen, just Matabike, that defense is just lights out all the way across the board. And then you look at on offense with Lamar and Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews coming back, Isaiah Likely, the offensive line. They're just built up everywhere. And that's again, it's not, I'm not trying to disrespect Kansas City. I'm not trying to say that Kansas City has no chance, but Baltimore has just been the better team in pretty much all of their matchups this season. And the reason that they have four losses is Colts game that they beat themselves. They beat themselves in that Colts game. They beat themselves in that Steelers game. I'll give the Browns their credit. I'll give the Browns that credit. They they won that game. They outphysicaled the Ravens. They wanted it more. And obviously the Pittsburgh game in week 18, the Ravens rested their guys. So it's it's a whole woulda, coulda, shoulda thing, right? But they could be, what, 17 and one or 16 and one, excuse me, when it comes to what their record could have been. And that Houston game, you talk about rest versus rust and everything. That rust is gone now. They played that full playoff game. And that's why, to me, I think it was so important to just get that first playoff win under your belt, get that whole thing off of your shoulders, and just make it, you know what? We did it one time, right? If you're the Ravens, you're saying, we did it one time. Now we can go do it again and again. It's one game. It's one week. It's a season within a season within a season within a season when you're talking about the playoffs. Each game is its own season. Chiefs are really banged up right now. The Ravens are pretty much at full strength going into this game outside of the guys who were on injured reserve. And I think when you talk about, you look at some of the Super Bowl runs we've seen or the championship runs we've seen in sports, health plays a huge factor. I'll go back to my Denver Nuggets. If this is your first time in, you haven't heard me say this before, I'm a huge Denver Nuggets guy, right? I, I've been watching them forever and they're, they're my team. They won the championship last season and part of it was because they didn't lose their guys and, and it was health, right? They they were healthy for pretty much the entire season and they go and they win that championship. Now they were a good team, but health certainly helps. And the Ravens are healthy right now, whether Mark Andrews is on a pitch count, whether Marlon Humphrey's on a pitch count, having both of those guys back helps your team. They're both stars. They're both playmakers. And the fact that you can kind of say, well, would Marlon really help? Would Mark Andrews really help? The answer is yes. But the reason that's even a question right now is because you see Isaiah likely step up in the biggest way. You see Brandon Stevens and Ronald Darby step up in the biggest way in that secondary. The star power's there. The depth is there. And while Kansas City's a good football team, they're, they're in the championship game for a reason, and they're in their sixth straight age championship game for a reason. To me, Baltimore is playing like the best team in the NFL. Lamar Jackson's playing like the best quarterback in the NFL. This Ravens team 
is very hard to beat. You know, you have to force them into mistakes, force them into turnovers. And with the home crowd behind them, I just, I, I find it very difficult that the Ravens will lose this game. So got to give credit to Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid and all those guys over there in Kansas City. But to me, I think this is Baltimore's game. I think Baltimore wins it, advances to their third straight Super Bowl. I've, I've kind of hovered around the, the five to nine point range when it comes to score prediction. I guess this time I'll say eh, maybe along the lines of a uh, final score, I'll say 29-24 Ravens. I'll, I'll give the five-point margin there. And these scores can sometimes be weird, right? Two-point conversions and, and stuff like that. So I'll say 29-24 Ravens. They get it done. They advance to the Super Bowl, and they got to earn it, right? As I've said all week, nothing is given. Everything is earned. This is a team that's on fire right now. They've passed every test. They are the test, and I expect them to continue to be the test. Is my prediction is they do beat the Kansas City Chiefs again, 29 to 24. It's all I have for you here today, though. I'm locked on Ravens. Thanks so much for tuning in, making us a part of your game day here. Enjoy the game. Hopefully, it's a Ravens win. Again, be sure to subscribe, follow along in video form and audio form. It helps put the show in front of more Ravens fans and NFL fans. Really appreciate all the support. Hit that like button on YouTube and follow along on subtext and on Instagram. Again, Striker 34 for Instagram. And you can follow me on Twitter as well, Striker. 34. I'll be right back here later today after the game, talking about the game result, win or lose in a live show. So be sure to turn notifications on. Stay tuned for that. I'll see you right back here soon on Lockdown Ravens.